You want the pat? You got the pat. Kaka! He's here. In your ears. In those eardrums. You can you can hear him. That's me. Me. And you're the Patikins. And I am the Paticus. And you're here for what the Pat? Episode 50, 50, 50, 50, 51, 51. That's probably why I was never a singer. I can carry a tune like a golden goose. What is a golden goose? Oh. Stinger at the end. And that, my friends, brings us to this episode of What the Pat, episode 51. Whew, I know I say this every time, but it's really a milestone um, to come up with stuff to talk about, even though I can talk. And boy, can I talk and talk. I find that maybe I don't talk as much as I used to when I was younger. Uh, some people did call me Motormouth, which I was, I was okay with that. I found it funny, but maybe it was an insult. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, we're here. What to talk about this week? Or today, this week, because it'd be like a whole week of talking. But, you know, things that the big stuff is what we're talking about. Like um, Mandalorian, third episode, out today. Again, I'm recording before I watch it to talk to you, my peoples, my fans. To give it, you know, anyway. But if you haven't seen Mandalorian yet, I think it's safe to say I can talk about the last two episodes. Uh, I did make it to the movies and saw Ford versus Ferrari. I'll talk about that. And um, I could talk about some TV. Where we're at with TV and, and stuff like that. And, and my thoughts on Disney Plus, maybe. Do you care? Are you inquiring? Are you like, man, I can't wait till what the pack comes on because I'm really curious to hear what he has to say about Disney Plus. It's more so I could just talk about Star Wars because I do love Star Wars. And even though there was... I, a lot of people are feeling... The first three were the best three ever, which they they're damn good. I I like Star Wars over Empire Strikes Back, but I liked Empire Strikes Back more after I watched Return of the Jedi. So kind of hoping that's what JJ does for us here in less than less than a month. We're getting the final in the Skywalker saga, which does suck that Carrie Fisher passed away because I believe this was going to be Princess Leia's third like you know her story which is everything that i've read and all of that but i i'm sure it will be a decent movie it's supposed to be the longest out of all of them hold on let me go to the internet and check runtime i'll be right back and boom just like that see how quick the internet can be probably would have taken longer because it gets sidetracked as i go so how much time passed in between there? It doesn't matter. Sky, The Rise of Skywalker, 155 minutes. It will be the longest running Star Wars movie to date, beating out The Last Jedi. <laughs> By three minutes. But that could just be... Do they count it to the end and not the credits for runtime? But I think runtime includes credits. So maybe J.J. You know, spruced it up a little with some extra long credits. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, I just know I'm looking forward to it. 
um, seeing the trailers and stuff has brought the excitement back into it. And The Mandalorian has definitely helped spark the excitement with everything going on with that. And honestly, I haven't followed too much on The Rise of Skywalker to really know what's going on because I don't want to know what's going on. Because I'm sure there's spoilers out there that can spoil the movie for you. I just watch little tidbits here and there of people explaining what they think might be going on and stuff, which is cool. And stuff we miss in the trailer. And I think it'll make the movie that much better because then you kind of look for it a little more. Because there's a lot going on. I watched Mandalorian um, twice, episode one and two, and caught so much more um, because of so much going on and everything. And little things that are said here and there. So it's cool that you can go back and watch it again and get more out of it. And uh, I'm excited to watch episode three. But yeah. And there, I wonder... Even though it's five years after Return of the Jedi, how much it's going to tie into the current trilogy and how much all of them all actually talk and get their stories together. Because it, it sounds like for the last three Star Wars movies, everybody got to do their own thing, which is weird. If it's a trilogy, shouldn't they all somehow talk to each other and tie things together? Marvel has incredible cohesion. They still have holes in their stories and stuff, but they managed to... That, epic to put all those marvel movies to connect and interweave and just incredible and then they drop the ball to star wars pretty much before i talk mandalorian what i why don't i talk about what i did this week all right let's talk about the mandalorian now so it's just it's it's really still amazing and how it all came together and it feels like they took their time on this project there are some people out there that don't like it i get it i've gone over this before not everybody likes everything it's, it's cool I'm, I, I can't wait to meet some of these people would it shock you i haven't watched any star wars no it wouldn't shock me i haven't watched all the godfather movies that shocks people i don't know why and i really loved the first godfather i thought that was great i had trouble getting through the second like I said, halfway through. Anyway, we're talking Mandalorian. The sets are great. It has so much feel of Star Wars to it. It did take me a bit to get used to the music because it's a different tone and feel. So it doesn't have that Star Warsy music, which I enjoy now that I think about it and I rewatch it because it gives the Mandalorian its own feel. So you want to try to slowly separate from something so you can make it your own even though it's in the same universe so I dig it and after watching a couple times I like the Mandalorian theme and I really hope he never takes his helmet off I really do I don't even know what a Mandalorian looks like I sure, I'm sure I could look on the internet because I don't know too much about the Mandalorians but that's a cool name too and there's so much there's a lot of depth to this I love it a lot of practical effects and it just feels good. And I'm sure now I can bring up the fact that, holy shit, there's a baby Yoda. That was the that was the wow factor and, and surprise at the end of episode one. And, I, and of course, the internet's going crazy over it. And uh, it's a cute little bugger. Uh, you know, I don't know. It just, wow. Well done. Whoever thought, we don't even know what species Yoda is or anything. We don't know anything about Yoda. Is the race Yoda? No, that's his name. Okay. There you go. 
So we don't even know. So maybe they'll give us more. I think that Baby Yoda is a clone. That's what I think. It's my feeling on this. You heard it. You heard it here third. And of course, everybody's going on and on that they don't think Boba Fett's dead. So I, the Sarlacc pit takes a long time to digest you. I think it's like a thousand years or something. That's a long time. How do you even live in there without eating? Does it feed you while it digests you? Inquiring minds again want to know. Lots to think about. Do I care if Boba Fett's dead or alive? I, I don't. I'm okay with it. Just, just, I've had an hour with the Mandalorian and I'm on board. So do we need Boba Fett? It would be interesting. I would have liked to have gotten a little Disney Plus show with him, but they canceled that and started doing this as far as I know. So here you go. But it's fun. It's always fun to see people be like, oh, oh, I think I saw Boba Fett in a dark corner as the Mandalorian walked by. Some of you are probably like, I don't even know what Pat's talking about. It's because it's morning. So you're probably asking, should you get Disney Plus? Totally up to you. It's six ninety nine a month. Not a not a crazy deal. Like, what I'm, I'm saying, it's not a bad deal. That's what I'm saying here. Um, and it looks like you can watch it on several different screens, so they're not doing what Netflix has done. But word of warning: if you're going to get it just for The Mandalorian, it's released one a week. So I would probably wait until January, because then all episodes should be out by then. Is get the free month, watch Mandalorian, and then you can decide if you want to continue with Disney+. Plus. That's my thing. If you don't want spoilers on The Mandalorian, well then, by all means, go ahead and get Disney+. Plus. Plus, you get all the Disney stuff and Marvel, Simpsons, the list goes on. The other show that we're happy to be watching is Life Below Zero, which is really cool. It follows these people in Alaska who live pretty much in the middle of nowhere and are living off the land pretty much. A couple of run some sled dog teams. Others, just a family that this is what they do. They go out, they get their food, you know, and so on and so forth. So it's pretty cool. I, I, Alaska is one of my favorite states. I love the place. I've only been once, been to Anchorage, and loved it. I went in the summer, and it was so weird to see just daylight all the time. I wonder what it's like to be in total darkness pretty much all the time. Curious. I don't know if I would do well. I think my draw to Alaska is it's so beautiful. There's so much land up there that people aren't living on. The snow is epic. The weather, epic. It's just it's it's just got that draw. And I love warm places too. But I, I really doubt I could survive in Alaska out in the middle of nowhere. That takes a lot. And I'm not a hunter. So that would be tough for me. 12 seasons of that on Disney+. Plus. That's a lot of Alaska. And they follow quite a few different people. Some are regulars all the time. They just introduced we're in season 11, a new guy. Curious to see what he does. His cabin looks pretty epic. And I think we're down to the final season of The Great British Bake Off. Really fun show. And then I got excited. Nailed it has, I don't know how I missed last year's Christmas special. Oh, probably because we didn't start watching until this year. So there's two Christmas seasons to watch. Is that it even... Holiday episode, I don't know. Nailed it. It's pretty funny. I think it's cool watching people try to create these masterpieces. It's just, it's funny. 
and Sugar Rush wasn't too bad. That was pretty cool. Some really talented people out there who can bake. Baking is like, it's definitely chemistry. That There is a lot to know there. As for regular TV, Survivor, this week it started getting back to normal. Keeping out some BS that I just don't need. Because it should be an escape, not a classroom lesson. Which last five, ten minutes or so was a classroom lesson. Don't need it. Tired. Done. Don't teach me. And have one Walking Dead stored up. What paused me on watching this one was uh, I, I tried to stay out of headlines. But I saw one that was like, oh, they dropped the ball on that episode. I was like, dang it. The last two were really good. We were headed in the right direction. Ah. So then you, I like to save, build, and then just in case the next one's good. Then you can kind of get, you know, one that's pushing cotton. And then you can get to the one that's worth it. And then I read last night, I believe they they might be canceling after season 12. Which I'm cool with. Because maybe then they'll do the movie that uh, Rick was going off to do. Oh, Andrew Lincoln, the actor who plays Rick. Because I believe they're coming out with one or two theatrical releases of The Walking Dead. Which I don't get why they do if people don't watch the show then they're probably not likely to go see the movie i don't know or just get fans in the theater but it'd be neat to see it on the big screen kind of like firefly had the short-lived series and then joss actually got to do the movie which you could watch the movie not totally you could enjoy serenity but i think you enjoy it more of course if you watch the tv show because there's that much more in it much like i think you probably should watch The Shining and then go see Dr. Sleep, of which I hope to see this coming week. And I've heard a ton of good things about that. I will probably watch Charlie's Angels just to see what kind of turd it is. Could be a shiny hard one or it could just be a runny mess. I'll probably refer to Rotten Pickle for that one. And the latest movie I saw, Ford vs. Ferrari. Holy shit. That was so good. There was uh, the acting from everybody. Everybody was stellar. The directing, the cinematography, the race scenes, the music, the pace. It's a two and a half hour movie. It loosely tells the story about Ford going up against Ferrari at the, uh, oh, I can't think of the race. Damn it. <laughs> it's a 24-hour race with Ken Miles and uh, Carol Shelby. There's more people, but it's based about them too. And it's just really, really good. From the same guy who brought you uh, Logan, James Mangold. It's a well-done movie. I, I can see some Oscars. I, I can. Learn to, learn to speak, Pat. Huh. I can see this being up for some Oscars. I can. Matt Damon. Uh, Christian Bale. I, I don't know how much more his body can take from weight loss, weight gain, weight loss, weight gain and stuff. But he was incredible. I mean, keep in mind seeing him as Batman and then seeing him in these other roles where he loses all the weight and is takes on a totally different person. Um, I've seen photos of Ken Miles and him, and it's pretty close. I mean, he, he's, they were all great in this. So many great actors and actresses in this 
It's well worth going to see. It's a fun movie. Again, that was seen on Regal Unlimited. And of course, again, speaking about movies, I came across this last night, letterboxd.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. I really will. I'm not joking. I'm serious this time. I'll put it there. It's letterboxd, B-O-X-D.com. It's similar to IMDb, but it's not. It looks pretty slimmed down, too, not all crazy and everything, with a whole ton of ads and everything. Looks like you can have a pro account or just a regular free account, and it's pretty much all movies, reviews, you can interact with people, and it looks cool. I just signed up. It even has an Android app. I think it might have iOS, because it seems like it should. Excuse me. There. It might. Oh. Oh. You're probably wondering why I'm yawning. Well, I, <laughs> because I left off halfway through this yesterday because I had work to do and I couldn't finish recording. So I'm on day two of recording. <gasps> oh, no. What did I do in that time? Well, besides finding letterbox.com, which I came across in an article, uh, Josh Trank was uh, reviewing his Fantastic Four movie, which is fairly funny. Maybe I'll put that in the show notes, too. Uh, And then I was like, what's this site? And I went to it and I'm like, hey, I like that. It's not rotten. It looks good. It's clean. It's simple. Letterbox.com. Go there today. You'd almost think they paid me. But they don't. Ah, Because I just found out about it. Really wish my chair wasn't so squeaky. It's unprofessional. It's me rocking back and forth. Anyway, while I was away, I cheated. But... I have half of this recorded, so I was allowed to watch the Mandalorian third episode. Holy shit! It's PG-14, but still, the third episode kicked ass. Kicked ass. If you love Star Wars and you haven't seen this, you're missing out. It is just blows my mind. What are things I like about it? I'll go into it right now. Here we go. It's a little clunky. Their gloves, I notice, are kind of big on their hands, some of the actors, but they still have to act with it. They don't fine-tune it. They don't smooth it. So it gives a realistic feel to it because they have to act. Some of the action scenes, because I don't think they're using wire work and a lot of CGI for some of the stuff, but it's really the actor like pulling his, his taser or his gun and shooting and running and it's not really smoothed out like most action films and it's just gritty and raw and nice a lot of practical effects i get they have to do some cgi here and there and puppetry and just everything and the team who put this together has really done a good job and to make it pg-14 is just incredible too because you I'm 49 years old, and I fucking love this show. I can't believe how much. After yesterday, wow. I'm telling you, Baby Yoda, that little fucking hand reaching for shit is just adorable. Okay, enough swooning on The Mandalorian. I I don't even have a lot of people I could talk about with the show. That hurts. Do you understand? It's my head hitting the mic. Really, a sound effect was used, no heads were hurt in the uh, making of that sound effect. And one last thing, Carl fucking Weathers, Apollo Creed in a Star Wars show. 
and so many throwbacks and connections to the Star Wars universe is great. And it's not blatant. I talked about this in Bumblebee, how it it was supposed to be in the 80s. That was the setting. And then there was just so, so much 80s thrown in your face that it hurt. Like, this is the 80s. Look at our hair. Look at the music we listened to. Look at how we dressed and walked and talked. Oh, yes. Now, maybe for someone not from the 80s, they're like, wow. But I don't want it to misrepresent. I did love the 80s. That was kind of my era. Then going into the 90s, which 90s got weird. What the fuck was with those MC Hammer pants? I just know he was too legit. I mean, I did wear some messed up stuff. Because I thought it was in fashion. But, uh, you know. For the most part, I'm pretty much just a jeans and a t-shirt hoodie kind of guy. Simple. Easy. Smooth. It's funny the one job I had in my life, the most I wore a tie to was at Sunglass Hut because that was part of the requirements. Go figure. Gave you that professional look when you were selling the shades. Plus, I maybe you had to look, you know, because some of those things are like three, four, five hundred dollars. And then you had to justify it. Crazy, right? So much technology into a lead that goes on your face to protect your eyes. Hey, I got an idea. Let's go to my new segment called The Mailbag. This is where I open up emails and read from the listeners that have been sent in. Let's go. All right. I'm there now. I'm going to talk you through this because you can't see what I'm doing. I went to my went to my what the pat podcast at gmail.com to see what listeners have sent in. All right. Let's read this one from a listener. All right, that ends our uh, segment of What's in the Mailbag. Why don't we talk music? Talk with my scratchy voice. Uh, (laughs) Stand by. I'm going to go get some coffee. Now that the coffee's been had, let's talk about a band called Junkyard. Huh? You're probably like, what? Huh? I I know you're not saying that. That's just me trying to stall while I go to the website and uh, (laughs) look it up for you. Because there's don't go to junkyard.com. You want to go to junkyardblues.com. B-L-O-O-Z-E. They're a rock band. Uh, I first heard them on their first album, which they happened to play it on MTV. And the song was Hollywood. And I was sucked in from there. These guys are just gritty, straight up, as I say it, rock and roll. They're not going to let you down. If you like crunchy guitars, hard-hitting drums, and some amazing vocals and bass, they're worth checking out. And it's cool because they just came out with yet another album, which made me excited. And I just started listening to it uh, yesterday, and I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing. Whole thing. But four tracks in, and I'm loving it. It's it holds up to their standards as far as not letting you down, me down, so on and so forth. The previous album was released in 2017, which was High Water, and their latest album is Old Habits Die Hard. Why do I love them so much? They stick to the formula that works great for them, and as a fan, I like that. There's great tunes, and it's just, it's great music. I love it. I know, this is why... I don't do 
a review thing. I, uh, if you like rock and roll, you will like Junkyard. I guess they keep to their formula and keep going. Much like ACDC and people rag on ACDC, but you know what? Uh, fucking millionaires, but uh, and people still keep going and I still listen. And I'll even... Uh, yes, yes, I'll check out the latest album, which I believe they're putting together, and Brian Johnson is on vocals. And I know they probably didn't treat him too well previously, but who knows? But he's back with the boys, and I believe they're cutting an album. So good going down. Um, was I going? Anyway, there are some bands that it's weird. Uh, there's a certain band in particular, Shotgun Messiah. They did three albums. They're they're a Swedish band. They aren't together anymore, but they came out with an album. Uh, it was like late '80s, early '90s their debut album and it was definitely not very good it's more pop rock type glam a little bit then their second album came out and that just kicked ass i loved it it's just rock no bullshit just right up in there then their third album went electronic all, all three albums took a different path which is crazy. And Steven loves the third album. Um, the the name slip off head. Anyway, Shotgun Messiah. <laughs> Don't expect the same thing on each album. That's what I'm saying. And Tim Skold also went on to be in... I think he might have helped in Nine Inch Nails. I'm not positive. But he was with Marilyn Manson for a bit. Uh, KMFDM, possibly. And has done his own stuff. But, uh, yeah. So, really, we're talking about Junkyard. I'll have the link in the show notes if you want to check them out. They are on YouTube Music, and you can check them out on uh, YouTube also. Check out Hollywood. Really. I, w- I wouldn't steer you wrong on The Rock. So I wanted to share something with you that I learned from Discord Accords, which was pretty interesting because they say- share some wacky stuff because there's so much stuff out there in the world. It's funny. You think you read all the news and learn everything, but there's so much like, did you, did you know how a rhinoceros horn is made on a rhinoceros? I learned this from them. Steven was talking about it. I'll have a link in the show notes because it's so cool. I found it so interesting. They do some cool talk. So you check them out. Discord Accords, their podcast. Seriously. And we're talking rhino horn. This thing is made, it's generated from hair and some weird type of glue that they have in their body and it forms the horn. That's the best way I can describe it without reading the article. But what was fascinating and brought it up is scientists have learned how to replicate the horn. What does this mean for rhinos? It's going to flood the market with fake horns to help decrease, hopefully, the killing of rhinos for the horn because supposedly the horn has some medicinal qualities. But I don't, I don't think it's true, and they're expensive, and it's not legal, and it, and it sucks that you would kill a rhinoceros for that horn. Speaking of horns, check out the Mandalorian. They got a mud rhino. Anyway, I don't even know if they call it a mud rhino. Maybe it's a mud, mud, mud rhino? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, this is really cool. I never, who would have thought a horn could be made from hair and glue? It's something like saliva or something. You're like, why don't you read the article, Pat? Because I'm putting the article there for you to read because this is so cool. I didn't read it. I just listened to Steven talk about it because he articulates. I'm not the articulator. 
Hashtag don't articulate me, bro. And one last note. The rhino is part of the horse family. You can thank me later. Actually, yeah, thank Stephen. He dug up the info. For guys like me who love the great smell of brood, here's a play that goes all the way. First, you hit the shower with Brute 33 shampoo. You pick up protection against wetness with Brute 33 antiperspirant. Cut to the sink where Brute 33 cream shave chops down even the toughest beards and get super hair control with Brute 33 hairspray. Go all the way with Brute 33 because when you stay with the great smell of Brute, the great smell of Brute stays with you. And one other topic I touched on last week is we wanted to know where the bagel holes went. So after some research on Kyle's part, Kyle found this. This is amazing. Get ready for this. You're going to be shocked. Link will be in the show notes. There are bagel holes, and they look delicious. And I, I, I'm going to have to get some. You actually make them. There's, they look so good. So food conspiracy, is it solved? I don't know. But there's a recipe for bagel holes up. Check it out, people. Do you have any food conspiracies? Huh? You have to. It's got to be a thing. I'd like to put a disclaimer out for next week that I will definitely attempt to get something out, even if it's short, because Thanksgiving's coming and it gets really busy here. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to soften the blow of it may, I may not be on my game. There won't be alcohol involved. Maybe a lot of food. Maybe not a lot of food. I don't know. Who knows? I know there'll be a lot of dogs. <laughs> yeah. I, woo. Yeah. So there you go. Now I'm wishing all of you a great turkey day. Be safe on Black Friday if you go out. Enjoy it. Have fun. I enjoy it from the comfort of my uh, squeaky chair. Can you even hear that? It's just me rocking back and forth. Sometimes when I turn, you can't. That's not my keyboard, really. So, uh, oh, this is, excuse me. Um, yeah, so go have fun. Enjoy yourself. Tell me what you're watching. I'm curious. Music, as always. Tech, you can toss out some cool tech. If there's any deals, let me know. Definitely on, on stuff that you think is cool. That sounds cool to me. So, but I'm going to wrap it up. As always, you can email me, leave me a voicemail at all the usual spots. Uh, you don't have to, but it's helpful if you go to iTunes and leave a review. One or five star. Uh, do a one star if, if you don't like it. That's fine. I can handle it. I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty soft. Or, or would it be tough? Thick. I don't know. I just know that I'm out of here. I'm wishing you all the best. I appreciate you listening, taking the time out to fill your ears with some patness. Not catness. Anyway, let's take one last sip for the road, people. Here it is. Bring, bring up your mug. Keep your listening hoodies on. I'm out of here. Enjoy your day, your week, your holiday, time with family, friends, or by yourself. We're gone. It's the end of the recording. I'm not gonna sing in. Earlier, you might have glossed over the part where uh, pushing cotton. If you don't know the meaning, 
maybe turtling, prairie dogging, helps you out there. If not, I mean, consult your friends. Thank you. This has been a Patekin, Patekis public service announcement. Good day.